Welcome to PPC 101, the show that trains and teaches you the fundamental basics and news about paid digital marketing. Get informed, enlightened, and inspired with our hosts who will give you all the beginner's information you need. Listen for our weekly tips and learn from our expert marketers. Cranberry Radio proudly presents PPC 101 with your hosts, David Ogletree and Amber Terrell. Welcome to PPC 101 on Cranberry.fm. I'm your host, David Ogletree from WME Training. And I'm your host, Amber Turrell with White Coat Digital. How you doing, Amber? Oh, you know, just uh, hanging out. It's a Wednesday, beautiful day outside here in Austin. How are you doing, Dave? I'm good, good. It finally got cool here in Houston. And, uh, Boo. Yeah. So you still, you still lighting candles? I am lighting. I am lighting candles. So for our listeners, I have to light scented candles each day to keep my stress level down so that I can do this radio show and be the pleasant confident conversational person that you're hearing right now do you is it work is it working dave oh, do yeah. i sound do i sound more woo than usual you sound wonderful as that's usual. that's awesome hey, thank you you make no, no. you make my heart smile dave oh thank you <laughs> so so uh, today so normally at this time we do news but we actually recorded um our last episode yesterday. So we're going to actually have no news today because nothing happened in the last 24 Ooh, hours. You want so, news? We ain't got that news. No news for y'all today. <laughs> so there's not a whole lot of um, news going on right now, uh, at least not in the last 24 hours. So today on PPC 101, we actually have our first guest. This is our third episode Yay! and our first guest could be Bill Hartzer. He is uh, coming from Dallas, Texas, and he is uh, going to be talking about how domain TLDs can affect your um, rankings and performance and stats in Google AdWords. And he's done some testing. He's actually been on a couple other shows, and he'll talk about that in a minute probably. And um, and so I'm just going to go ahead and introduce him. Hi, Bill. Hi, great to be here. Honored to uh, be your first guest. Woohoo! Very first. Number one, Bill. Always number yeah. one. So, Bill, what I wanted to talk about is um, you had mentioned that you were doing um, um, white papers on on Google AdWords and how that affects with the TLDs. And a TLD, if people don't know, is is the, the the stuff that comes after the dot, like dot com, dot org, dot net. And now there's a bunch of new ones that are like dot diamonds, dot motorcycle, dot uh, show club, and all that so kind of stuff. What is it for? Bill, TLD actually stands for Top Level Domain. Oh, that's right. Great. So, can you go? Can you go ahead and tell us about um, the different uh, studies that you've done that you can talk about? So, I started back. I mean, I've been a you know a PPC and primarily an SEO guy for years and years. And they start. You know, people have always talked about keyword rich, you know, domain names, and you know, we've always think thought about .com and so forth, and you know, having a keyword, you know, keyword, your keyword.com. Right. But, you know, they, that um, couple of years, that couple of years ago, it was actually around 2013, 2014 timeframe, timeframe that, um, that, that I can release, you know, the new domain extensions. And um, we, we've actually had now Hundreds and hundreds. I mean, there, there's close to about a thousand new uh, keyword domain endings. Um, some of them are 
anywhere from cities, you know, like uh, .nyc to uh, you know, uh, keywords uh, like uh, .club or .diamonds, uh, or, you know, kind of adjectives, which are you know, kind of you know, like dot .best. Um, there's, you know, dot cars, dot autos. So just about every industry or major industry, or actually make, if you could think about it, every major keyword, there's now an ending. So you could actually have, you know, your name with a keyword at the end. So I would say basically as a, you know, as a, as a search guy, um, I wanted to know, you know, if these really have any effect and, and, you know, on, rankings on, you know, on, on AdWords traffic, on traffic in general and so forth. And so around 2014, I decided to do some testing. And my first kind of study or first test was with uh, Diamonds and had a, had a, had a client that uh, sold Diamond engage, Engagement Rings online. So we did a set up, you know, 3CarrotDiamonds.com versus um, 3 carat Dot diamonds and wanted to you know sent well we wanted to see I mean I wanted to see which which converted better which was cheaper thing you know if everything was set for the domain name so went ahead and and took a certain amount of budget and had the same you know the key bid on the same keywords the same bid prices and same ad copy and so forth and the only difference was the domain name. Right. Explain so, the text ads correctly, correct? Yes. Okay. It was. Wow. Okay. So, so what year around, are we talking? Sorry. Go ahead, Bill. Um, 2014. Okay. Um, so about two, you know, just uh, about about two years ago. It's over two years ago now. And so what I actually found was that Basically, the if if everything was the same except for the domain name, if you had the keyword and the ending, actually got better, you know, better better traffic, um, huh. better converting traffic, and the and you actually ended up getting a, a higher quality score and a higher, uh, yeah, the bid prices were cheaper, um, so you got more for your money if you use the dot diamonds and and related to diamonds keywords, um, then you use the .com. And I ran so, the study again after another, you know, in 2015, almost a year later, and it even got better. The bid prices went down even better, and 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 so and and we got more conversions. That's awesome. So, Bill, is this kind of standard practice in your business now, where you transition them from a .com to also using something like a .diamonds? Not necessarily. Um, you know, it's 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 kind of a, a case where, you know, if, if we're doing a lot of, you know, certainly if you're doing a lot of PPC, um, you know, a lot of a lot of companies do have, you know, a lot invested into their brand and and to their main site, you know, on the dot com. Um, there are, you know, for example, you know, there is a dot insurance, so an insurance company would probably. Has yeah, I've had a case where the the insurance company I was working with benefited a lot from basically putting up a microsite or using a, putting up a landing page 
specifically on a you know on a Dutch Don Insurance domain and wow. and running you know paid traffic to, to that just for you know for uh, the PPC traffic and the AdWords traffic. That's really amazing. So um, there's also some companies that are doing that, like .IBM and uh, some of the other ones like that. Is that correct? Yeah. So there's actually so there's there's also there's about eight uh, about eight hundred domain you know, TLDs actually um, dot brand um, TLDs that were that they're called and that those, they have actually gotten their own you know uh, that you know they they they've paid the hundred eighty five thousand dollar application fee and applied for their own. Ending or their own, uh, own hundred eighty five thousand dollars. <laughs> so, so yeah, each, yeah, uh, so each, yeah. So, so each of these all did that. So, whoever owns dot x y z paid one hundred eighty five. So, each one of these did that. Somebody did this. Yeah. So yes. So each for each Edmund, it's one hundred eighty five thousand dollar application three fee through I can. Um, the actually there there were you know there there was a limited time that the, they accepted applications. You know, right now it's kind of it, it, the second round has not been open yet. So, right now, if you had an idea for a new TLD, uh, you know, like uh, Dot Houston or you know Dot Dallas or something like that, then you know you'd actually have to wait until they open up the you know open up the the applications again. Uh, yeah. But we're not sure when that's going to happen. Um, where, but at the same time, so the the brands actually like you know uh, the major most major companies I should say that you've heard of you know everything from uh, you know Apple has you know dot Apple and um, you know so that means that they can actually you know move start moving to you know uh, iPad or iPod or iPhone dot Apple as a web address rather than having you know using Apple dot com uh, right. they can use. Own their own. Uh, um, they actually end up also owning. You know, when you own your own TLD, you get a lot more stats. Right. Um, you get a lot more analytics data um, because you know you own the TLD. So you know anybody who has a typo or anything like that, you, you can get a lot more information um, that way. But Interesting. As far as the uh, as far as the advantage right now for 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 AdWords, um, I'm into my seventh or eighth seven, uh, eighth research kind of study or testing, and uh, from um, cars and autos and and uh, dot best dot diamonds uh, and and several other club was one of them, didn't you? Yeah, Did you so, uh, yeah so dot club is also one of them. Um, every every time I've done one of these tests and run the same traffic through a .com from, you know, t- um, at, at the same time I've traffic to a new TLD, it's it's really you end up paying paying less for the same quality or better quality traffic than using a .com. Interesting. So do do you ever um, register the .com of the so like if you did um, three carat dot diamonds. You do three carat diamonds.com. I guess you kind of did that. Um, yes, in several of the studies, I've, I've used equivalent domains. Um, when I did dot best, you know, um, Dallas, um, and local, uh, 
you know, Dallas, Dallas moving, you know, um, Dallas moving dot best and Dallas, um, Dallas dot com and so forth. Yeah. Well, I was thinking though, even though, even if your uh, domain is completely different, it might be a good idea to get the dot com of it just for typos, that kind of stuff. Like this is kind of an yeah, announcement. Definitely. It's kind of an announcement here for us. We, uh, we actually got a domain for the, for the, for our PPC 101 dot show. Um, but I also okay. registered ppc101show.com. So if someone just you know accidentally put the .com on the end, they would actually go there. Of course, if they put the two dots yeah. in there, then they'll just go to show.com, which you know I guess they'll figure out real quick that's not us. But <laughs> wow. So Bill, can I just jump in and ask? I know that you mentioned this briefly earlier, but what specific metrics have you AdWords? by using this strategy? I know you'd mentioned quality score. I know you'd mentioned click cost. Is it just a difference in metrics across the board for these experiments? You know, what I've also found is, so the, um, the average position is, is typically higher um, for, wow. a, you know, for a, for a um, ending. I'm not sure. There's also the, uh, the uh, something we call a search impression share. And, right. um, and, you know, that also is in the latest, um, test, you know, I found that if I had actually just, um, I was actually a thousand up, you know, the budget, put the ad budget up to a thousand dollars a day, um, for mm-hmm. this one particular test. And, uh, and if I had gone higher, um, you know, put a thousand dollars on one domain of the dot com and a thousand dollars on the dot luxury, dot and and if I had actually gotten higher, you know, I would actually get more impression shares with the dot luxury, uh, and Google just Google's continued to want to run the dot luxury ads even more, uh, more wow. than a thousand dollars a day budget that I had. Uh, they just wanted to really out there so do you have you postulated any kind of um reasoning for this i mean i can think of several different uh, scenarios i mean there's the um the scenario with um how does this bypass an algorithm in adwords somehow or is it just uh people's way they think or what they see um as opposed to you know just whatever you've thought of what have you about that or what any, does the data show anything? Yeah, I mean, there is, you know, there, there is this newness factor. I mean, you see, you know, you see, um, uh, you know, you, you look for a diamond engagement rings and you see something about diamonds and, you know, you tend to, people tend to click. But there is a, you know, there is a, there is potentially this newness factor, if you will, where, you know, people haven't seen what a di- diamonds is and so they just, you know, they, they, they click on it. Um, you know, but however, you know, I have been running this, you know, the test for two years now and the results haven't really changed. Hmm. And so there's, you know, so, you know, I know that, um, people get married, you know, people get married hopefully once and they, you know, are not shopping for diamond engagement rings, for example, again, but, um, anytime soon. But at the same time, it's a case where, you know, there's, uh, there is this newness factor. And so as I follow this over you know, a period of time, it's been two years, but I think it's going to take a couple more years to see when the, these new, 
endings become more mainstream, uh, right. what, what's going to happen? Yeah, I can think yeah. of several other examples where that happened. You know, um, you know when when they people when every remember at one point everyone switched to using keyword insertion. So I mean, so you would type in a, a a keyword like two or three words or two words usually, and then every single result would have this, especially back before expanded text ads. And um, you know, people started doing that at first. The first people who did that, you know, they got a big bump. And then when everyone did it, it went back down. So I think in your case, it would take a lot of people to start doing this before it would actually become not new. Same thing with expanded text ads. The people who got into that early, and and it's still to some extent, there's still some sectors where you're the only one doing expanded text ads, and you get a much higher part. Um, you know, when they added site links, when they added, anytime they add something new that adds more to it, I've I've always seen a big bump, and uh, and I think this is probably one that's going to stay like this for a while because very few people are going to be doing, I, I really don't see a whole lot of people jumping onto this because it is, no. a, it is a little bit of work and a little, a little bit expensive. Uh, you know, it's not real expensive, but you know, to, to at least do a test, um, it can be, you know, expensive to run a test, but if you just straight up go out and do it without testing it, you know, you could, um, you know, do it for a pretty low cost and, uh, you know, it's still kind of a niche idea and maybe one day it'll catch on and everybody will start doing it. But I think you got, like you said, a few years before, you know, if if ever, if everyone jumps on it. So anytime you can stand out and be different, I think you're right. That's just a really great, great idea. Right. I mean, For and on top cost, um, I just wanted to jump in here. You, you mentioned cost, you know, basically what what one of the scenarios that I did on testing, which is in, in the real estate, in real estate. And um, in, for the real estate, what I had set up was I went ahead and set up an unbounce page and um, using unbounce.com. And it was, a, you know, just a, I set up two rating pages, one for, and one for the other TLD. And so it turns out that, um, so it was like $5 a month for the unbounce, you know, the unbounce, to host the unbounce um, landing page. Mm-hmm. And so set up the landing page that was on the, you know, on the keyword rich domain. And then when they click through, basically the landing page had four or five houses that were for sale in that particular city. And so when you did a search for, you know, Dallas real estate, for example, and you click, you had five houses on that landing page. And then you clicked again to get the seeds of that home for sale. So that was, that drove the traffic, the paid traffic, um, through to the realtor's website. And so it was a lot less money in the long run to run that traffic through the, through the real estate, um, you know, related domain, um, rather than, than going, you know, directly to the dot com. Uh, so that was, you know, and, and as far as cost goes, like I said, it was, an, you know, I, I, unbounced landing pages, using those, uh, you're talking about $5 a month, which is one click for a real estate keyword. Sure. And there's lots of other companies too, like Instapages, Leadpages, and WordStream even has some landing pages. And uh, of course, if you have your own server, you can do your own, what it's called, but you can actually do. uh, Yeah, there's a couple good ones. Landing pages. Yeah. Optimized Press, that's the one. Well, actually, we come to the time where we need to take a break and play a few commercials. And when we come back, we're going to t- continue our conversation with Bill Hartzer about PPC and domains. See you in a little bit. Time to pay homage to our sponsors. More PPC 101 when we come back. <laughs> 
Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Are you paying too much for your paid advertising? Or have you quit altogether because it seemed like a huge waste of money? Studies show that companies waste 25% of their PPC spend on average. The web marketing experts at WMETraining.com can show you how to make your AdWords account a lean, mean, converting machine. Whether you're just starting out or want to take your skills to the next level, we have a class for you. Contact the web marketing experts at WMETraining.com. Do you have cold, hard cash burning a hole in your pocket? Let Cranberry Radio lighten your load. Just hand us that burdensome dinero, and we'll get you set up with your very own radio show. We produce, edit, and amplify the show. All you have to do is show up. It's time for you to make an impact. We're glad to help. Just hand over the cash. Space is limited. So contact us now at sales at cranberry.fm. Content for your ears and everything in between. Cranberry.fm. We're back to bring you the basics of digital marketing on PPC 101, only on Cranberry Radio. And we are back with PPC 101 on Cranberry.fm. Our guest today is Bill Hartzer, who is talking to us about the effect of TLDs on pay-per-click and how he's using these campaigns and change metrics across the board. So, David, what other questions do we have for our guest today? Hey, glad to be back. And um, we're here with Bill. And I'm going to go ahead and ask a few questions. How many different TLDs do you think there are? Usable? So right now, so we have you know, at least um, at least 600 um, usable keyword endings. Um, and that are currently in Jolly. So um, they range anywhere in prices from, you know, if you get you know, some of them, you can get them for, you know, just a couple. I, I've actually picked um, some domains for, you know, five or six cents a piece. Yeah, I saw um, some for, I saw some year. for 80, I saw some for 88 cents yesterday. I can't remember which one. That's they awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, very, um, up to, up to about $600. Yeah. Um, for a dot luxury, um, and then each of these, you know, each of these, each of the, the way it's working now is that each of these uh, registries have certain premium domains. Mm-hmm. If you're talking about, you know, something like, uh, um, you know, Dallas dot attorney or Houston dot lawyer, um, right. those, you know, will will be a premium name, and and you'll have to contact the registry and so forth, and those will be. It could be a couple hundred thousand dollars. Uh, yeah, they're all over the place. So, where's the best place to go see this list? Um, there is a site, um, um, NTLD Stats, that um, keeps a you know keeps they have several different pages on there. You can see the live registration numbers. 
So, for example, you know, X, .xyz has been at the top for with a couple million registrations of .xyz and then .club and .top um, up there, and you can see that list. Um, and that's a live, that's a live list with all the all the cool. keywords. And you were talking about costs, and uh, one thing I noticed when I got my .show is that you know I went to GoDaddy, they wanted thirty nine dollars for it, and I went to another place called like 24 so i switched over um so definitely shop around people look around um you know if you find what you want go check different places to see what the costs are GoDaddy seems to be kind of expensive for some of these um and uh you know that's one of the things i did i had to do wow so let me ask both of you guys a question because I'm really just interested to hear your opinions on this. Do you think that both in the marketing community and just in the business community itself, people have some reluctance to start using these types of domains? Yeah, so there actually has been a fair amount of, um, you know, a fair amount of, you know, hesitation. I mean, it's it's. I think that there's, you know, certainly with um, in in the search community, um, you know, I know that there have been some, you know, uh, dot travel and, and dot mobi and so forth, and some endings that weren't, you know, and and and, and you know, and this the SEO people will always point to that info as being one that, you know, they think that Google's has um, has you know a problem with right. um, as far as rankings go, but you know, there is some some history. But at the same time, um, you know, I'm, I, I've always, I, I was kind of skeptical about two years ago. So that's why I kind of started testing that actually, you know, treat them, uh, when it comes to, when it comes to, uh, organic rankings, um, they're all the, so the thing, but there's something with AdWords in particular that even using an alternative domain, um, that, you know, um, uh, seems to give you a benefit um, that you'll pay less. So have, have you seen this on Bing or on any other pay-per-click engines? I have not um, done too many, not really done any testing on, on, any, on, on Bing in particular, but I do have ah. something um, planned for this um, for the end of this month um, to run. So I you know, specifically on Bing. Uh, yeah, that would, that would be know, a good control. That would yeah. be a good control because you could actually see. Go ahead. Sorry. That's right. Um, as far as, you know, just getting back to, you know, my overall opinion as far as the reluctance of it, I think that once we see one of the major brands like uh, like Apple, um, Nike, Mobile League Baseball, some of these other, you know, even Discover Card, um, when they move to their own ending, to dot .Apple, um, I think that we're going to see a, very big shift in, in the acceptance of these new TLDs and a lot of people realizing and even the public because a lot of, you know, basically the, the public really doesn't know that there is a, you know, there is a um, dot diamonds or, or, um, you know, dot realtor, for example. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't know they exist. That's right. Um, question is it kind of goes to the same thing we've been talking about um has to do with um how you handle this so let's say you've already got a, an established domain mycompany.com and you want to there's seo consequences to just throwing up the you know having it redirect to the same one uh that kind of thing or actually having two separate copies of the same thing um i, I assume you're you're do, you're no indexing the uh the dot luxury and stuff like that or whatever you're doing 
Yeah, so basically there's been a couple, you know, I, I studied a couple of different cases where uh, like, um, Don Barclays is, um, um, they are, uh, you know, they were really the first ones to make the switch to from their, uh, you know, dot, uh, Barclays.com, Barclays. And they unfortunately did a 302 redirect for the first couple of months. And so that kind of screwed things up. Um, but then they, once they moved to the 301 redirects, um, from the dot com to the dot Barclays, everything, you know, they, their rankings came back pretty immediately before. So the best practice just on moving in domain, uh, you know, using Google's change of address tool and using that and using that properly, uh, to, you know, to migrate from you know, one domain to another, that applies just as well to, uh, you know, moving to a new TLD. Right. Um, just as well as it, you know, from a dot, you know, from one dot com to another. Um, yeah, I guess the way that I, I would put it, I would put it. Seen, go ahead. I have specifically seen, um, uh, you know, the big the big uh, story that people have seen, you know, is uh, the attorney, the Jacksonville, Florida, small attorney that moved from, you know, his dot com to um, to Jacksonville dot attorney. And, you know, he didn't lose any rankings at all. Um, in fact, because he got better rankings once he moved to, you know, to the dot attorney uh, web address. Right. So the important thing is to make sure that it, before you do anything like this, to make sure you talk to a, a good technical SEO, not, right. your web, not your web developer who says he knows SEO, somebody who, <laughs> somebody who literally does that's SEO definitely. for a living. Yeah, uh, that's so, a show in of itself. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you got to be careful with the body says they're an SEO, um, but that needs to be there before you talk to them. And there need to be a technical SEO who knows these kind of things. And, and before you do anything like this, um, unless the page, because those automatically will no index them. They, they automatically don't show up in Google. So if you're just going to be testing uh, using those kind of services, you don't have to worry about it at all. Those are pretty easy to do. And so, you know, one of the things I noticed the other day, um, I was looking through the list and I saw, because I have a client that sells motorcycles and I saw dot motorcycles and it's not a, available until later this year. Kinds, or is that is that by itself a, a separate situation, or is there a group on there going to pop up later this year, or what? Um, I have a process. You know, there's basically a there's there's a launch process for each TLD. So basically, and those those dates. So basically, what they have to do is they have to go through a certain number of days where they allow the trademark owners, you know, like Harley Davidson. Um, to get their, you know, domain like, you know, Harley Davidson dot motorcycles. If they want to register that name, you know, they, they have first dibs on that name and so forth, sure. trademark holders. And there's a pre-registration period where if there's a domain that you want, you can pay, you know, even if it's $30 at general availability, you can actually pay a couple thousand or $12,000 for it before it actually goes to the public. And then there's actually a date and, and down to the second where it comes general availability where um, where anybody can register it um, unless it's obvious unless it's a closed TLD but there should be a date already with that motorcycles a date and time already set there's a site called calzone.org c-a-l-z-o-n-e.org um, and calzone actually publishes the 
dates and you know the dates of of when these are like that motorcycles when that is going to become available uh, right. to register those names. Question I had is. Um, well, dot motorcycles easy, dot diamonds easy. That makes sense. What about a company that you know they sell popsicles or you know beds <laughs> or whatever that list? I mean, I know it's a big list, and some of them are coming soon. But like motorcycle doesn't exist now. What if I want to do it right this second? Um, you were telling me the other day that that might you might pick another one. How 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 would I do that, or what would I do? Yes, you can certainly pick another one. I mean, um, first, what I would do is I would I would actually contact the registry themselves. Not the not the registrar like GoDaddy, but I would contact, find out who the registry is, um, whether you know there's uh, there um, that you know that has of these name uh, TLDs, and you might be able to get it. You know, uh, if, if you're a, a major brand, for example, you might actually be able to get it ahead of time, and and actually launch a site because. It's in the best interest for me to actually show an example where dot motorcycles is legitimate and it will encourage other people to buy a dot motorcycle domain. And so, I, you know, there's there's ways to do deals like that or or to find opportunities, if you will, to get a domain ahead of time. Not always, but right. So some of the ones you mentioned were like dot club and dot best. Yeah, certainly for your location, if you're in New York City you know, that NYC and, and London and so forth. Um, but at the same time, you know, using, um, using a dot club, um, or a dot top, um, or, or one, you know, or even a dot best, if you, you think you're the, you know, the best popsicles, um, <laughs> the, you know, the best grape pops, popsicles out there, uh, <laughs> you know, a dot best, you might be actually, um, uh, worth it. So I have seen some tests, some alternative testing as well. Um, a friend of mine ran the moving related domains on dot club and they had the same PPC results where they had a better higher click through ratio, a better ad better quality score, better um ad position and so forth. Um and, and spent less money using a dot club than they did a dot com. Cool. Amber, do you have any more questions? So I think that I'm 100% good right now on asking Bill any more questions. I know that as soon as we are done with the show, I'm going to have 100 more. So, Bill, we would absolutely love to have you back. Sure. Well, Bill, thank you so much for being on our show. Um, if people want to ask you more questions or get a hold of you or hire you, how would they get a hold of you? Um, just you can uh, certainly Google my name, Bill Hartzer, or um, BillHartzer.com is, is, is my site. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on. This has been very, very helpful. Yeah. And uh, we need to take a, take a little break and we'll be back um, talking about some tips. I'm going to spend a little bit of time talking about targeting and we'll be right back. Time to pay homage to our sponsors. More PPC 101 when we come back. Is your website hacked? Is your website displaying error messages or loading slowly? Even if there are no signs of malicious activity, your site may still be compromised. Websites, like cars, require regular maintenance to perform at their best and not leave you stranded. At Fjord, our website maintenance experts can help you assess which one of our maintenance plans will best support your needs. 
Visit FjordDigital.com or call 612-877-3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's F-J-O-R-G-E Digital.com. Cranberry Radio is your new destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Browse through our complete library of programs at cranberry.fm or on demand through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, and Google Play. Don't worry, you can still access all of our great webmasterradio.fm programs at cranberry.fm. Refresh your bookmarks today to Cranberry Radio at cranberry.fm. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contest and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Add some Cranberry Radio podcast to your playlist as part of a better profit margin. Cranberry Radio. It's it's good for you. Really. We're back to bring you the basics of digital marketing on PPC 101, only on Cranberry Radio. Welcome back to PPC 101 on Cranberry.fm. I'm your host, David Ogletree from WME Training, and my co-host, Amber Turrell from White Coat Digital. Dave. I want, to, I want to ask you a question. Sure. So Bill just left, and I'm just wondering. So I, I know that Bing might not work as well as Google does in terms of, of these types of domains, but do you think that the reason that it works so well with AdWords is that Google is starting an evil empire domain brokerage in the next no. few years? No, no, no. I, I, think, I, I think it really has to do with what we talked about. It really is different. It uh, really shows up. And I think a good test on Bing will, will prove that because if it does the same thing on Bing, it won't be that, you know, that this somehow break, broke their all, all logarithm and it's going to go away or whatever. So I think that would be a good test to prove it. And I, I disagree with you. I think that the evil empire is hot for work right now. And I, I actually think they're probably cloning humans. <laughs> like the the very first evil cyborg that, that comes out is probably going to be – a Google, evil Google cyborg. Well, they are doing that AI, you know, the, uh, the Google algorithm may take over the world. Dude, if you wake <laughs> up in a bathtub full of ice without a kidney, you know who did that to you? <laughs> Google right. did that to you. All right. Well, anyway, folks. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and talk about some targeting. Do um, it. You know, whenever you set up a campaign, you know, um, you can add a bunch of ads, ads, you can add a bunch of keywords, um, well, if you don't do anything, it just shows it to everybody in the world in every language. So yeah. you've got to set that down. I mean, there's a couple defaults. I mean, it's only going to usually starts off with just English. Um, you can add all the languages. That's another targeting. Um, you can add, you know, locations. And most people know about locations. That's I'm not going to get too much into that. The only big thing I want to talk about locations is that a lot of people don't understand that if you're just going to target one area like Texas, like a state, you can actually then go and target Houston, Dallas, 
San Antonio, Austin, and then you can see what stats you're getting from there, and then you can adjust your bid by a percentage up or down so um, you can find out how well that's doing. Have you ever done that before, Amber? Do it actively, in oh, fact, yeah. right yeah. now. A good example is I had a law firm that I was working with, and um, you know they really didn't want to spend more than a, a certain amount per month, and they were going over that, and uh, and uh, you know it wasn't doing that well in some cases. And so I went and did a research, and I went and looked in their database and looked at all the clients, and you know did and looked at all their zip codes and put it into an Excel and uh, and made a little map, and I was able to figure out well that all of our clients are coming from these certain cities, the three cities. So I just added those three cities, um, and then I set Texas to minus 90% so that it didn't show anywhere else in the and went, well, it reduced the bid by 90%. They won't let you do 100%. I wish, I guess 100% would just be taking it out. But um, so I reduced it by 90%, and um, it worked. It worked really well. Um, and actually, what happened right before that was um, I removed Texas altogether. And then I put the three cities in there. And then all of a sudden our traffic came down and it was, it really freaked everybody out because we lost a whole day of sales really. And then I found that if I added Texas back and did minus 90%, I then got all my traffic back from the metro area of Dallas, Houston. That's and, a great um, So I don't know if that's, I mean, that was several years ago and I haven't done it since. So I don't know. I, mean, I still, I still kind of do it out of reflex. I haven't been, I, I'm too afraid to really test it because it's horrible <laughs> if it goes wrong. So, um, you know, it's something to play around with. Um, you know, it, it's really nice. And then also you can draw some concentric circles. So like if you have a, a more local kind of business, you can do like, you know, as small as one mile around your, your address or your zip code. Love that. Or, and then uh, you could do a bigger one, you know, maybe three miles out and five miles, 10 miles. And then you can reduce the bids as you get further away. So you're willing to pay more for the traffic close by. And uh, and that works really well. And so that that's the biggest thing with locations. Oh, there's one other thing in location. Something they added recently where you can actually uh, target people by income level. And there's four different levels. I can forget what they are. But, you know, you can have people in the top 10, 1%, 10%. 50% and that kind of, mm-hmm. and that kind of, so, and you can actually, what you do first is you just add all of them and then you see how well they do. And then you can actually reduce bids there or remove them all together, just like you can a location. That's real interesting. I played around with that a little bit and uh, depending on your industry, it can be really helpful. Every item, you know, you might want to just people that have lots of money. Uh, uh, so that was really interesting. That's awesome. You know, yeah. Can I ask you real quick? Sure. It has been so long since I've, it feels like it's been a long time since I've started a new, an actual new campaign on Google because I, I tend to keep the same clients for a really long time. Um, when you start a search campaign or even a display network campaign, does it still auto-target to the United States and Canada? Yes. Yes, it does. God, people, if you don't want to target Canada, y'all got to take that out of your settings <laughs> in Google when you start a new campaign. I mean, that's like bare bones, first timer type tip. Um, yeah. Yeah. And one thing I do though, actually I'll create a separate campaign like for my company name, like WME training. I have a phrase match for that, but I have it set to all languages, all the world. So that, you know, if anyone 
I mean, that, that, that may not work if your company name is Budget Blinds. That might get Oh, God, please don't do but, that if you have but, a general company name. Bad tip, Dave. Bad tip. Well, that's why. <laughs> well, it's, a good, it's just a good tip, but you just got to make sure you, you're uh, – be careful with it at first. Um, but, yeah, if you're if you're real specific like me, like there is no other WME training. So yeah, that's, they're, that's they're true. always looking for me in that situation. So, so are you going to buy WME.training? <laughs> uh, probably not. Should we buy whitecoat.digital? Yeah, that would be a good idea. Maybe. Uh, that would be a good idea. So uh, the next thing is devices. That's pretty simple. You can, um, you know, now that you can modify your bids by desktop, tablet, and uh, and uh, mobile, um, those, those are really great targeting. And you can also modify, again, the bid adjustments by a percentage. And I highly awesome. recommend doing that because um, you might find out that – I mean, I, I – before they gave this to us, we couldn't. They gave us the information about tablets, but they wouldn't let us do it. And so, and I had clients in the past that were like, "Wow, tablets rock! They're just doing so well." But I can't do it. I can't raise my bid. Um, and so that was that was real interesting. Um, so device something you definitely want to look at. Uh, something else that's fairly new, actually, I think it might have been October. Um, might even be something I should put in the news. But you know, this is kind of something that happens. Um, now, on your search campaigns, just your normal campaigns that you have for, you know, that for people search on Google with keywords, uh, there's a, th- a tab now called audience targeting. Now, normally that is for um, your display network, but there's another little tab in there that lets you click over and see demographics. And this is done at the ad group level. And this is really interesting. I actually just started playing with it today. I mean, it's been around for a few months, but I didn't really get into it until I before I was getting ready for this podcast and I was, I looked at all my clients and it was really interesting. I can, it only breaks it down to male, female and unknown. So um, you can actually look and see what kind of traffic you're getting from male or female or unknown means they haven't um, typed it in. More than likely it means they're logged in as Google. I think it's what that means. And they, yeah. they actually put their gender in there. And so I looked at a lot of different clients that I have and some of them, you know, were as low as 28% known, and some of them were as high as 68% known. So, like, wow. 60, so 68% of the traffic they knew if it was male or female, but on one client, it was 28%. So, you know, you got to look at that and see how it works. And yeah. you can, but the only downside to this is the only option is on or off. So you can turn off unknown or male or female. You can't do a bid adjustment, which would be wonderful if you could do that. Because I, I saw some really great situations where uh, one case the males did way better and in the case the females did better. In one case, unknown, they're all different, you know. And so it that's was why you uh, split test your campaigns and put them on Facebook, my friend. That's yeah. why you should not use just one one search engine or, or one ad platform. But, you know, I remember back in the day, 10 years ago, when you and I were working together, eight, 10 years ago, when they were talking about how unreliable that targeting was, because it was based on Google user. And, you know, families were sharing Google profiles. Right. So you couldn't really get that specific. So I'm wondering, do you think that's still the case? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it is. But I, from what I know from Google does other things, they actually look at many different factors. They don't look at just one thing. Um, they will actually like when they when you like similar audiences, they actually will um, kind of look what you're doing. And so I, I'd have to ask Google. I, mean, I might put on Twitter and ask them that question. I'm actually curious about that. But even if even if it's 
weird, you still have that data and you can still do something with yeah. it. Um, and That's actually, right. I know I said you couldn't do a bit adjustments, but there kind of is a way to do that. You could actually create a separate duplicate campaign. This is a lot of work, but um, you could create a duplicate campaign and then turn everything off except male on one, everything off, but female on the other one, unknown on another one. I mean, uh, that's a lot of work, but if, you know, yeah. if, if it makes you a lot of money, why not? You know, it's worth the time. Um, Couldn't but, you just uh, take advantage of our gender binary society by targeting gendered interests? <laughs> Isn't that a shortcut? Yeah. Well, there's, yeah, there's also, um, you know, like for army Navy surplus is one of my clients, you know, there are men, you can put the word men and women in front of the different things or girls or boys, but, you know, a lot of my, tra- the vast majority of my traffic, though, is from the generic terms, just like, you know, Army Navy surplus, as opposed to, um, you know, a M65 field jacket or whatever. So most of the time, most of my terms don't have that in there. They're exact terms of really specific terms like that. Awesome. So. Yeah, you know, this has been a really good show. I've really enjoyed yeah. talking with Bill and if you Bill's awesome. Yeah, and, and you uh, always. <laughs> so if you're if you're interested in any getting any kind of uh, training uh, for you or your company, you can always contact me, David at WME Training and WMETraining.com. And uh, Amber. Yeah, and uh, my company does all sorts of really awesome marketing support, kind of like outsourced CMO support for companies. So you can contact me at amber at whitecoatdigital.com or at my first and last name, amber at amberturl.com, and I'll get you set up, y'all. Well, thank you so much for joining us on PPC 101. You can download episodes of our program by going to cranberry.fm or subscribing to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn. For the official blog, uh, it's uh, ppc101.show, and we'd welcome to you to come there and leave some comments, and we'll answer any questions you might have and uh, have a good time. Yeah, Thanks. and definitely scented can- candle recommendations for me, <laughs> please. All right, thanks, y'all. opinions expressed are those of the hosts and their guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry News Marketing and Cranberry.fm. Rebroadcasts or retransmission of this content without proper consent is prohibited. 